0: Powell, d lineman at Wolford Laurier University, and you're listening to At the Fifty Five.
1: Hello, and welcome to At the Fifty Five, your home for OUA football. Today, Dakota and I are joined by a special guest, former Richview Saint, Jamari Powell. Jamari, thanks so much for joining us today. How you doing, man?
0: I'm doing good. I'm doing good. You know, thanks for having me. Of course.
1: Thanks so much for joining us. Uh, you know, we've done a, a good number of interviews in this crazy year we've had in 2020. So we'll start it off the way we started all these ones off. You know, how have you and your family been doing, uh, given all the madness, everyone been staying safe and healthy?
0: Um, Yeah, for for the most part, everyone's been healthy yeah. and everything. Just overcoming and adapting, of course. You know, so unpredicted. So how much we can do.
1: Most definitely. Well, you know, we got a whole bunch of stuff we want to get into with y- your career at Richview, kind of playing in the city, and and kind of what the recruiting process has been like sure. with this crazy, unpredictable year. But let's let's you know let's let's get to the get to the main the main course here. We have you on because you're announcing where you are going to be playing in the hopefully upcoming OUA season, if everything comes uh, the way we want to. So I okay. give the floor to you. Where are you going to be playing?
0: All right for. The next four to five years, I'll be attending the Wolford Laurier University.
1: Congratulations, man. Thank you. Thank you. So we got a Golden Hawk on our hands. Talk to us about what that decision was like for you. What kind of influence uh, made you want to go to Laurier?
0: Um, Laurier was a school like I've been like um, special shout out to Patrick right off the bat. Like that guy he kind of talked me into the whole Laurier thing from like when I was like a, a sophomore in my sophomore year because at that time he was going through his recruiting process and I was always like anytime I see him in the halls just bothering and asking him questions like what, what's going on, like you know, and then ever since he went there, I just kind of got familiar with a lot of the players on the, on the team already and the whole environment just really came together and really just set themselves apart from the rest.
1: And maybe this is still up in the air, but are you going in as a defensive lineman or offensive lineman? Because I believe Um, you played both sides, right?
0: Yeah, I'm going to be playing D-line for them in the upcoming season.
1: You know, we don't necessarily get into this conversation right now, but Laurie is on the short list of schools in the last decade or two of of D-line U. Yeah. um i'm sure they they talk to you about all those names uh yeah. i'm not i'm not i'm gonna embarrass myself trying to pull all the names off the top of my head i mean i, I can think of a few of them robbie smith of late essay yeah. a guy i played against back in the day uh, you know uh, kwaku i mean it's 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 an institution yeah. of d linemen so you know i'm a former offensive lineman so i would have liked to you know that would have been exciting to hear but you know yeah. that, that's that's awesome man you, you you know you picked a great school mm-hmm. um so Let's jump into a bit of the recruiting process, because you mm-hmm. played your last season last year, 2019, another championship season, if I'm correct, with Richview. Yeah. Um, and then everything gets a little haywire this year. So yeah. what what does this year look like for you um, in terms of recruiting and all the virtual visits and everything mm-hmm.
0: like that? Um, So the process was it was a little hectic, like I said in the beginning, like just overcoming and adapting. So you have a lot of prospects like starting to post workout videos and stuff online. And starting to follow a lot of things online because it's done virtually, of course. So a lot of Zoom meetings, a lot of phone calls, um, programs started doing things like graphics for players. That started to, you know, show a lot of love to the players. And from that point on, like, like I said, just overcoming and adapting and getting used to the whole recruiting process online.
1: Now, do you feel like, you know, you're coming from... A program at Richview where was you think you won three championships four years right three which is remarkable and any level football any you know you know with that mentality going to going to Laurier really strong program how are you approaching you know coming from uh, a level where you were so dominant in high school and Laurier is a good team perennial you know they've been a perennial bubble. A playoff team these last few years what's your approach knowing that you were obviously a big fish in the high school football scene yeah. here in toronto going into laurier where you know it's the same for most recruits you go from being big dog top dog wherever you're playing to you know somewhere not necessarily the bottom but you kind of have to work your way back uh, up to where you sort of were have you been sort of mentally preparing for what that might look like
0: Um, Right now, I'm just going in with the mindset to learn. Like, that's the first thing I want to do when I get up there. Just learn from the players ahead of me to just learn and trust the process. And, you know, hopefully it could all come together in the next four to five years. But as of right now, like, it's just a learning thing for me. and Just learn from people who've came, like, before me and just taking the knowledge. And obviously, I'm going from big fish to small fish, like you said. So that's, like, that's whole mental thing like you just got to prepare yourself
2: for that mentally and just like i said learn as much as you can um so i got a question here and you know i love to to dig at some schools but it'll be a two-part question uh the first part i mean obviously laurie is like zach said you know d-line you great program um was there anything about the school in particular we'll take football throw it aside there anything about the school in particular that kind of drew you in there you know the campus the classes stuff like that
0: Um, for sure, just the, like, the overall family, like, atmosphere. Like, even when I went on my visit this January, like, the pre- the players, like, made me feel like, like I was one of them. Like, you know, like, every five seconds walking on the street, someone's, like, trying to talk to me, trying to, like, get me to come here. And even, like, on the school side, like, Laurie has a really good co-op program, which I think is going to be beneficial for me. Like, it's not about football at the end of the day. You're there for the degree and, you know, you know, stuff like that that really pushes you to get get on that roster.
2: Oh, definitely. And and as you being you know, a a fairly big name in in this year's recruiting, um, what is it that made you kind of want to leave town, or did you want to stay? I mean, I'm I'm always on on U of T and York's <laughs> ass a little bit about recruiting hometowns. Uh, is there anything that made you want to? You know, you're like you know I love U of T, I love York, but you know I want to get out of here. I want to you know branch out on my own. Or you're like yo, why aren't you giving me more love? And not not to hate on them, I'm just curious.
0: Um, It was kind of a bit of both. Like, a lot, like, I'm not going to say names, but obviously, like, there's been a school, like, a hometown team that been watching me since grade, like, 10 and coming to all my games and not saying a word to me. So, like, I was wondering, like, like do I suck that bad? Like, that type thing. <laughs> but when it comes to going, like, leaving the city, like... I'm not from the best part of town right now so like whenever you get the chance to like see different things and just experience different things it's always beneficial for your growth and you know i just really wanted to go out and just grow on my own type thing
2: no i i definitely get that i mean zach and i are obviously from toronto zach went to guelph i went to london um people said london was far by me it's two and a half hours away so we both kind of know about you know wanting to kind of branch out a little bit but you know Laurier still staying close to home, so if anything really happens, you know yeah. you're you're back home in 50 minutes to an hour, really.
1: Yeah, exactly. Now, if I saw on, on some of your socials that in your top five you included schools like SMU, Saint FX, obviously, you know we made the decision going to Laurier, but I'm just a little curious um, in terms of what was the appeal for you in in going out east. Um out
0: east, like I said, um I have a lot of chemistry with a lot of like the OUA, OUA players already. So guys like Keanu Brown, who came from my school and went over there, he really started to bridge the connection. Even um Coach Um Colsey from St. Mary's, like he like he was a guy that just little things such as engaging with me on the social media
1: with the COVID being what it is, we always talked about how that's affected recruiting. I'm curious what you've been doing in terms of training in this past uh, year with, with gyms and everything being so different. What's What have you been kind of doing to stay fit and get prepped?
0: So I have a little bit of a set going on here in my house. So in the morning time, like right as I wake up, I just do a couple of curls, do a couple of sit-ups, squats, like anything I could do really. Like I said, it's overcoming and adapting. But um, when it comes to like Actually, like football training type things. I've been training with a uh, coach, Leroy. He's from a rival school, Sean. And, you know, I really got connected with him and we just started training. Like, he'd come to my side of town. We just train for a couple hours um, with a couple of Laurier guys, actually. So, you know, that was like special. So, yeah.
1: And what about, you know, another big thing when you make the jump from high school? summer ball into uh, OUA or just university level at any um any level is uh is the film study that ramps up so much more is that something that you got exposed to either with your time with Richview or with the Jets and what kind of experience do you think you're bringing in that realm
0: um i got a lot of like experience not not a lot with summer football but with my high school team richview um we spent like countless like hours like hours i'm talking like until you fall asleep type hours just sitting down and watching film and going over little things such as like the steps offensive linemen take, um, different ways they line up. So we, we really got exposed to that from a really young age. And that was, yeah, really developmental in my game.
1: hundred percent. Um, I'm curious. Like, do you ha- do you have your eye on OUA football in these past couple of years? Like, do you watch, follow the games, or keep track of sort of what's been going on? And if so, I'm curious if there's any guys at your position that you kind of model your game after, or maybe it's yeah. peers of yours who've moved on to the next level that you kind of been keeping track of.
0: Yeah. So on um, my sophomore year, when like the recruiters started talking to me, that's kind of when I f- fell in love with games. So. I was watching, like, a lot of YouTube videos on OUA programs. Like, one of the first defensive linemen, like, I kind of got to watch was Kweiku Boiteng when he was at Laurier. And he was just, like, a monster, like, a different type of guy. So that's when, like, I really fell in love with, like, the whole OUA scene. And then I watched a little bit of SA um, and a bunch of different D linemen from all across the country. So that was one thing, like, I really fell in love with the whole OUA game.
1: In your talking with coaches and specifically with Laurier, have they kind of given you a sense of when things might be picking up again, whether it's any kind of spring football or when they're going to be able to get together as a team or just what types of things um, you're going to be doing moving forward?
0: Um, yeah. So I've been talking to a lot of the players, not so much like the coaches with the whole what they're going to be doing thing, but the players let me know like they've been like training already, lifting weights, just staying active as, as much as they can. But I'm not sure how it's going to go with the whole spring football thing.
1: And now, looking forward to next year, um, I don't know if they actually have the schedule out. But given you know the number of guys you've seen go through Richview into the OUA or playing summer ball with, are there any matchups that you're looking forward to? Let's just you know let's just assume you get on the field year one. Yeah. Are and there any matchups? Do you have any guys, whether they're on offensive line or wherever they may be, that you're just like salivating at the chance to go up against again, or just take their shot at?
0: For sure, Um, not necessarily going up against them, but Jaden Dix from ECI, like he's the guy I've been playing since like my sophomore year. So getting to play, go from all the way from sophomore to OUA is going to be really special. And he's a guy like he's been chasing me down, like knocking me on my ass for the last four years. So, you know, four more years, not much you can ask
1: for. Are there any are there any teams that you're looking forward to? Like, you know, uh, we've talked a lot about uh, on our show, the blackout game in in Western and we don't know what the schedule is going to be or, you know, I, from my own experience, playing at Mac is a really, really cool experience. They pack yeah. in the stadium. They do a great job of in-house entertainment and really making mm-hmm. it loud there. From what you know, or perhaps getting to play a home game at UFT or at York, <laughs> are there any just matchups that you're ex- excited for? I mean, Battle of Waterloo and another great example yeah. of, of a great game. Anything that you're excited for in that realm?
0: Um, like you said, the Battle of Waterloo game, like that's a really big game. Like I, I got to see firsthand. Um. I'd also say homecoming is obviously going to be special. And another game I'd probably like, mark my schedule for is like, York because that's obviously the hometown team. So, you know, get my family to be in the stands, all that that fun stuff.
2: Um, so by the time this episode comes out, you know, you've committed. You're on socials. Everyone's congratulating <laughs> you. You're hopefully taking a little second to be like, all right, this is a big thing. Check it. We're done. On to yeah. looking on the next thing. Um, but looking back at you know at your high school all the younger kids that are, are obviously looking up to you you know what are you what are you saying to them when and they kind of start their recruiting process whether they're grade 9 10 yeah. 11 8 sometimes they they start early cuz you know i got one one of my athletes over there uh, antoine daly uh, de- definitely probably you know looks yeah. up, looks up to you and, and and your team there what are you kind of saying to them to get them prepared to go through what you just went through um,
0: yeah so a lot of a lot of the players like like I said, for me, it was Patrick. So anytime you get to play like a leadership role, you always want to play it like perfectly and give the most knowledge you can, right? So anytime they come up to me, ask me simple questions about the recruiting process, what's going on? like I, I make sure I, I take time out of my day and just explain like certain things to them. You know, um, even times like this when socials and all that stuff t- like start to get a lot more effective in your recruiting process, um i try to tell the guys to you know get on twitter get talking coaches get your your name out there like send your film all over little things like that that's anytime you get to pass that knowledge and get to inform the the younger ones you always want to try your best to do it so
2: yeah well i mean i i hope there's more athletes out there like you and one more question for me at least um and i don't want you to name any names or any schools or anything like that um What do you find from the athlete's point of view is the most effective way and and you know, not necessarily at when you're grade ten, eleven, twelve, the most effective way to kinda recruit you? And what's what do you, what have you seen recently that's like the least effective way, whether that's, you know, Twitter DMs, Instagram DMs, text, email, you know, videos, photos, all that stuff. Like what's the best and what's the worst you've seen without getting into so much detail that a school's gonna know we're talking about them?
0: Um you just got to do all the little things like just making sure that the prospects like feels like wanted, like I'm not going to name names, obviously, but like a couple of schools, like they've been like messaging me, calling me, just checking in on me like every week. And that like, it just makes you feel wanted. So mix that with what you have to offer then You're going to get that commitment anytime. So whatever you, you can do basically. So Instagram DM. Twitter DMs, emails, phone calls—all of that. Just try to connect with the prospects as much as you can, and always try to have a feel for like what they're feeling. If they're stressed out and they're like trying to finish their assignments, like you don't need to be like reading on their phone. Like you know, you should be able to like read the room kind of and just know when to know where your prospect is and what's going on with them.
2: Oh, definitely. And you know, you're talking about reading the room and. How important do you think that the recruiting blackout is for athletes? Because obviously this is a very exciting time of your life, but it's also a very stressful time in life. You know, you're not only trying to decide yeah. what you're going to do and where you're going to go for the next four to five years, but also, you know, you're trying to finish yeah. out your high school. And especially now with COVID, you know, you're adapting to online learning. So how important do you think that is yeah. those those two to three weeks where coaches can't, you know, text you, DM you and all that stuff?
0: Yeah. Um, that's really important. Like Like you said, it gets really stressful after... You know, after a while, the coach is just calling you every day, like trying to keep up with them. I know that's one one problem I had with coaches, just being able to respond to them on Twitter right away. You know, and when you get a chance to pause and just sit back and just not necessarily sit back, but like get a chance to just work and be, just be have a, kid. a free sense. Of, yeah, basically just have a free mind is, is really beneficial when it comes to a time like this.
1: I think the last thing I want to ask you about, Jamari, uh, before we wrap up, um, we kind of talked about what this process was like with, with COVID. Um, but, you know, to, to quote uh, Jalen Rose, you know, you maybe missed a little bit of the champagne and campaign uh, of the of the kind of fun recruiting that maybe in another year you would have got to experience. Um, whether it's from stories you've heard from friends or old teammates and obviously you don't have to get into specifics. But are there any things you feel like maybe you got, you got ha- you missed out on being recruited during this uh, particular, given these particular circumstances?
0: Um, one thing I missed out on is um, just being able to like go on, go up to campus. Like that's probably the biggest thing. Cause a lot of prospects, especially guys from like across the country, like they're not going to be able to come like see the school, see the environment. And, you know, once they get there, like they're like, Oh, like, you know, this isn't really what I was expecting. And then they want to transfer and that type of stuff. So, you know when you can't get on campus that's probably the biggest biggest like setback i'm not gonna lie
1: 100 percent. i think for me as dakota mentioned i went to guelph and just getting to experience being mm-hmm. on the campus um mm-hmm. you know it's just it's a beautiful place and you kind of mm-hmm. just it's all those other things that you realize as you said it's it's going to be your home for four to five years yeah it, it sure better well feel like like home or something darn close yeah. to it so it's, I mean it sounds like you made a hell of a pick um, you know as we went over Laurier just pumps out D-line talent year after year uh, so we know you're in good hands and uh, you're gonna br- no doubt bring that winning championship mentality of the Richview Saints to Laurier and uh, you know hopefully uh, bring them back into the playoffs at least because I know Dakota and I have been a little disappointed with some of their results over the last couple of years but uh, then, the- sorry one more, one more thing I just there?
2: wanted to say that I have coached the uh, ECI Rams one year, and we beat you in Friday Night Lights, and went on to win ofsa So I will always have it over you.
0: <laughs> Honestly, it's you know, as as we like to say, at RCI ECIK. You know, it'll always be like that every year. You,
1: you can get you can get them back when you take out the Mustangs. Of course. So. Of course. <laughs> All right. Beautiful, Jamari. Thank you so much for joining us, talking a little bit about as Dakota falls out of his chair with laughter, uh, talking about you, talking about your recruiting experience and uh, just what you're looking forward to going into. You know what's hopefully the 2021 OUA season and bringing Laurier to uh, maybe a Yates Cup. So uh, thank you again for joining us, man. Right. Thank you. Thank you for having me.